0: Welcome back to more to it, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally, that dude. Oh, man, I learned one thing and one thing only yesterday, that greatness is consistency. And since I've been consistently going to the gym, I'm looking great. (laughs) Let me stop. This shirt's getting bigger and bigger because I'm getting itty and bitty in up in that thing. Look at that. I'm over here flexing my muscles. They're not even moving. You know why? Shirt too big. You can't even see it. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm trying to get right, y'all, but i Every time you try to get right, then you look at your clothes, you're like, they don't look right. <laughs> so I'm in that little phase, but I'll take it because I, I ride the roller coaster, so don't trip on me, man. Much love to you guys out there. You know how we start off every show with what's up with that, dude. We got the book. We got the Swagger way. ProjectTransition.org. Which way does it go? This way or this way? Either way it goes, just log on. Give me your email. Just join a team. Oh, you want to do a little more? Give a donation. A one-time donation. One-time Lauren Hill style. That's fine. Be a Fuji. Or Like I'm seeing you guys do. Thank you. And we are acknowledging you and we are supporting you as you support us. You give a recurring donation. I'm seeing that. And then also you're going to go to the mailbox and you're going to wake up to the Wake Force. And who is this? Y'all know who it is. That dude, Duncan, right there. I don't know. I just got love for you guys. I keep sending y'all love because y'all keep sending us love. Please, log on to projecttransition.org. Now, what happened yesterday after the show? Uh, football practice. Had to sit, sit the kids down, man. They get out of shape. Their minds are out of shape, so far out of shape. <laughs> their bodies, whatever, they're eight years old, who cares? They, they don't even need to stretch and they run a 40. But their mind's gone, playing all these other sports, baseball, my baseball player kid walking everywhere. I'm like, dog, you're lazy right now. What happened to you in football? He like, what? I was like, you got a baseball mindset. We ain't sitting out here chewing gum and just chilling. You better start running. So I had to get him back into shape. Uh, I got two other kids that are the homies, little friends. Uh, man, they twins. And they just don't know which way is up. They like, uh, they some baseball players too. Baseball messing my sport up. But I had to sit them down. I said, "Uh, who's played football before? Stand up. Who's played football before with me? Stand up. Who's played football before with me and won a championship? Stand up. Then I got him. I said, who's played football before with me, won a championship this season? Yeah, exactly. Sit y'all butts down. Nobody got up. We ain't did anything. I was like, dog, we have not done anything. I had to bite that from Nick Saban. But basically, I'm like, y'all better not come out here thinking, y'all good. Y'all got this. You better go work for I said, whatever we get, we're going to have to work for. And then they went out there and had one of those practices that let you know you got to work on their mind before it matters. So, love to the itty-bitties. Wish us well this year. We're the Jaguars. So, yes, the Jacksonville Jaguars are out there. Let's see if we can go get us another one. That will be back to back to back if we go out there and get another one. We'll see. All right, let's talk about RG3 who wanted to get another one supposedly in the league. He wanted to go out there for that Jets job, according to a clout chaser and a weasel by the name of Mr. Grant Paulson. That's what happened on social media. I don't read, I don't live on the social media streets like I should, uh, but uh, every now and then, I catch wind of some beef out there and I caught wind of this one. So a story was out there on the internet claiming that RG3 was lobbying for the Jets' job to bring him in as a replacement for the injured Aaron Rodgers. Yes, my man Grant Paulson started that, according to RG3, who then went to social media to kind of straighten the deal out. Now, Grant Paulson is a radio host on the fan, and uh, he's responsible, RG3 thinks, of spreading the rumor. Let's walk through this. So he put up the clip, and the clip showed that uh, RG3 was talking about the subsequent replacements for Aaron Rodgers. And of course, his name was mentioned. So then <laughs> RG3 had to go back and say, hey, wait a minute, man. Grant, stop chasing clout. Do your job and post a whole clip instead of being a weasel. The point is Zach Wilson gives the Jets the best chance to win. No one off the street will save the Jets. All right. So Paulson clarified on social media that, hey, I ain't create this video, dog. You better chill out. I just retweeted it because I found it funny. Mm, That's what we're going to talk about. All right, so he points out the video originally came from another account, right? Some dude by the name of Mr. Burns 10, whoever that is, right? So here's the thing that I thought was funny about this story. What's the responsibility of being a person with a platform or just a person? Forget my platform. I think this is funny. See what I'm saying? Like He a radio host. Does everything he does in his life have to go through the conduit and the medium and the sensibilities of being a radio host of sports? Or can I just be like, dog, no. <laughs> damn, got RG3 slipping. Let me let that go out and just laugh like a normal human being. Reason I brought it up also is because I got caught up in these streets one time when Kwame Brown burst on the scene with a uh, enough is enough (laughs) and he grabbed what the whole industry he had Stephen A in one hand and he was just having everybody else in the other hand Matt Barnes my dog and and Stephen Jackson my dog and he was like enough is enough (laughs) clashing them heads and I remember like retweeting I remember like talking about it like dog Kwame funny I had no idea because I never heard Kwame Brown talk like that so I was just like I know all those guys, Matt, Stax, Stephen A. I wasn't tripping on them. I was like, dog, he got shots. This is funny. And there was some like back and forth. Like, yo, Stephen Jackson wasn't happy with me for a second. We had to clarify our stances and situations face-to-face, though. We did that. Did it on air as well, I think. Uh, Point being, I was like, damn, is there tension over the fact that I'm retweeting something I think is funny? Have I lost being me as a person because of me as a profession? I was like, oh, hell no, that ain't happening on my watch, not to me. No, sir, not me. So I had to go out there and just keep retweeting Kwame. I was like, dog, I like Kwame. He's funny. Oh, he's talking about you? Well, you know you my dog, so can I laugh at you? (laughs) I laugh at you when I tell jokes about you because my jokes are funny. (laughs) And somebody else crack on your ass. I'm going to laugh at that joke too. So I just don't like this whole sensitive stuff where we get into a place where it's like, dog, don't you try to put me out there. Because everybody's trying to protect their brand. Your brand, fool. I don't care about your brand. Hold on. If I got a brand and you got a brand, you think I care about your brand? I don't. (laughs) I care about you. I don't care about no brand. Oh, well, you're trying to make me look bad. Well, did you look bad? (laughs) Now, I understand. You can't turn a whole interview in a sentence into an interlude. You know what I mean? What what Kanye say? Don't turn a whole paragraph into an interlude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't chop them up like that like they did. Uh, But at the same time, laugh it off. Like, come on, man. If you ever, ever have made it in your life to some place, some status, a goal, you know what comes with that, right? You achieving something that others want it or don't have. Therefore, they will take shots at you. And if you return fire, guess who going to jail with them? (laughs) And guess where the jail is? It's not up. (laughs) It's down there. Man, stop. Let people take their shots, man. Let people laugh at you, too. I just think it's a better situation. So in this one, I was just going to look at like, RG3 came in hot trying to protect the brand, trying to protect his name. Hey, do you, bro. I ain't mad at you, but I'm still going to laugh at your ass. (laughs) That was a good one right there. So uh, on this case right here, I rule for Grant Paulson. You can retweet what you want. Don't mean you had to make it. If he would have went out there and slandered RG3, whole different discussion. So what y'all think about individuals? working for media outlets can they still be who they are or do they have to always hide or come in the guise of being that brand that platform right and retweeting retweeting is a sin now as a person with a platform and what strategies you think you can employ to avoid this conflict right because i went through it myself i still don't have a strategy i'm just gonna laugh at what's funny (laughs) that's my strategy Whoa, hope ain't no speed bumps on this street because we getting through it today Never shut up right here. ProjectTransition.org or ProjectTransition.org or that way. One of them ways. I don't know which way it is. Look at me. I'm getting so damn skinny over here. Let me stop playing like it's a blessing. I like being big. When you big and you can move, oh man, physics is on your side. But now I'm over here itty bitty and right. I got y'all over here and ProjectTransition.org. If you leave your email, if you leave a donation, if you, woo recurring donations, you will be rewarded. That's right. Not only with the reward of helping out the community, the itty-bitties, but also get gifts and items like that. All right, let's talk about someone who didn't get rewarded. Maybe a couple people. Greg Olson and Mark Ingram II, they got blocked from joining inside the NFL. Yes, let's talk about NFL Inside the NFL, we know that series, we love that series, I hope we do, because if you don't love that series, like if you don't love NFL Live and Inside NFL, I don't know, we might not be friends, so that's the show that's now on CW, that used to be on HBO, Showtime, and Paramount Plus, blah, 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 so it's hosted by ESPN's Ryan Clark, along with Channing Crowder, Jay Cutler, Chad Johnson, and Chris Long, now. What happened was CW was attempting to get some other analysts in there. Now, I'm not saying that they didn't want two more or did they want two instead of some of the ones that they have. Y'all know the difference, right? So they were recruiting Greg Olson and Mark Ingram to try and join that staff as well. But at that time, guess what? Fox said, no sir, not us. ESPN said, go ahead, we're opening up our doors. You can have Ryan Clark. Let's see if he can get the opportunity. But Fox said, no, because of the substantial investments that they make in their top talent. So that was their point of view upstairs with the executives. They were saying, we pay you all a lot of money and we don't feel the need to have to share you. All right. So Greg Olson, part of Fox's top announcing team right now until obviously when Tom Brady comes back. There's been a lot of conversation about that, how no matter how well you perform, Mr. Olson, Move over, Bacon. There's something meatier, right? So that's going to be Tom Brady. And Mark Ingram just joined Fox's big noon kickoff and to the network's talent lineup. All right. So it's funny because in the past, ESPN has faced a lot of criticism, even when I worked there, for not allowing this top talent to appear on competitor shows. But that policy all changed, they said, in 2021, long after I'm gone, because of Pat McAfee, right? And said, ESPN used to take fire for that, even over spots on competitors' radio shows, but reversed that policy in 2021 after Pat McAfee aired his grievances. Mm-mm-mm. See, I lived through the era of talk blocking. You know, not, not cock blocking, talk blocking. You know what I mean? They were like, dog, nope. I mean, it could be a baby interview. I remember when Max and Marcellus, we had our radio show. Nope, can't do some other one. I was like... My friend works over there at Fox. My friend works over there at the Fan or whatever. Nope, can't do it. I was like, damn, little itty bitty. Like, even if it was small, nope, can't do it. I was like, really? And all, at that time, I was like, I didn't want to push back because I was like, all right, this is your business model. I, I've always believed in, like, if you own it, you can say what you want. If I don't like it, I don't have to do it. And then, I mean, I ain't got to work here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because when I own my employees and the things I do own, uh, I'm like, what'd you say? I'm listening, but what? like nah dog we're we going this way and you don't want to go that way It's fine there's other ways to go but you're not going where we're going then we are going that way so i always respect the business model you call me a company man corporate man whatever uh i also can leave a company and corporate like i've done right so i just respect those who own things because i want to be respected as an owner that was their policy i was like, all right i thought it was Goofy because I was like, We're missing out on tons of cross promotion. People know where my house is, they know where my home is, they know I'm on ESPN, they know I'm on Fox. But if I'm doing something else, isn't that gonna bring that audience attention to where I am on the constant, on the daily? I always thought that. So, salute once again to Pat McAfee for making them change their tune. But do you all uh, Right now, in today's society, you had to change your tune. Ain't no way you're gonna have these borders up anymore. Not with streaming services integrating and interrupting everything. Not with the fact that you got all these big conglomerates and everybody's merging. You can't do it anymore. Plus, the talent is like, what you blocking for? It's almost like college sports. Like, you woke up one day as a talent, like the college athletes did, say, like, why y'all not paying us? You paying that dude $10 million to lose games. Mmm, and you know, so the NIL is birthed. Well, now, all open borders, except I guess with top talent at Fox. Very interesting. Oh uh, man, I got blocked from interviews, I got blocked from doing big shows, even had scheduling conflicts that were also coinciding with them saying you shouldn't be doing that as well. Let me give y'all one quick story. Uh, I got brought in to do a show, American Ninja Warrior. Now, I wasn't the first choice. The first choice was Sal Masakela. Now, he was, duh, (laughs) American Ninja Warrior. When you think of him at first, I mean, back, what was it, five, ten years ago? Now, I can't think of nothing but Akbar, the homie, because he all yoked up and athletic and, you know, he got that voice and he got that spirit, he like engaging, all that stuff, all the great stuff. That's a great dude. But they brought in Sal first. Sal couldn't do it because Sal was just worldwide Sal, you know, ESPN, uh, X Gaming everywhere. So then they brought me in. And then I was like, oh. And then I looked at the travel schedule, and I was like, mm, uh, mm. I was like, all right, you know, I ain't have all these itty bitties. Then I just had the one, and you know, I was like, eh. and then MJ, oh. and I was kind of like this, but I was like, it's, that sound dope, sound like a big show, but couldn't do it. One of many I couldn't, I have not been able to do. But what made my decision easy for me was ESPN was like, nah. I was like, really? They were like, nah. Now if you want to push on it because it's such a big opportunity, we can discuss that. And if we discuss that, it may be you have to choose. And I was like, "Ah, I don't wanna go down that path because that schedule already looked gang related anyway. So, uh, nope, 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 couldn't do it. But I've been there before. And I just wanna see what you guys think about this because it happens all the time. When you don't see your favorite analysts or hosts elsewhere, you know why? They don't let them do it all the time. But it's weird because Carissa is on Fox, but Carissa is also on Amazon. But Amazon ain't CW, so they must think ECW is either too beneath them, or they're thinking, ah, CW is really a competitor, which I don't see. Whatever, but they don't think Amazon's a competitor, or they don't think Amazon is above them, or beneath them. No, they certainly ain't beneath them, right? So why is Carissa allowed to do it and not them? That's an interesting conversation. So tell me what you think, the pros? And the cons, because I see both sides of this situation, like a lot of things. And y'all start getting mad when I see both sides. You know why? Because I'm a human being. I ain't no damn robot out here saying, I am on the left, I am on the right. No, I actually see both sides. In arguments, when I'm winning, I actually see the person that I'm arguing and beating still has a valid point. I do. It ain't that hard. Like, the world is round, not square. That's why. That means over there, I can get there. Or over here, I can still get there. (laughs) You know what I mean? So stop playing, y'all. All All right, so tell me what y'all think the pros and cons of this situation is. And would you just rather open borders? Or did you like the old school model of closed borders? I know who doesn't. (laughs) Mr. Ingram, Mr. Olson, line one and two. Projecttransition.org. Like I got to turn it into like a car commercial, (laughs) projecttransition.org, right here, we got this for you, man. We hook up our community because our community gets hooked up by you. Everything gets built by the support of all of you guys. And if I want to move many, I whisper to one. I'm talking to you. Log on. Leave your email. That's it. How hard is it to leave an email at projecttransition.org so we can keep you in the loop of all things we're doing? or you can make a donation and i'm seeing the donations every single day for real i feel like we over here saving saving kids in africa or something the way y'all donate i appreciate it but we are saving kids but they're here in america in our own backyards and if you really want to make me happy and you really want to get hooked up leave a recurring donation and i see you guys out there doing that i appreciate it it could be any amount i don't care and then I care about this jersey, but I care more if you're able to represent it. All right, let's talk about Roger Goodell, who's trying to represent all of the owners, all of the players, and has mixed emotions and opinions on grass versus turf fields. Well, let me unmix his mixed emotions and feelings uh, and opinions on this, because I know which one I prefer, but I'm going to save that. All right, so Commissioner Roger Goodell responded to the players' complaints about turf fields Obviously, after Aaron Rodgers went down with the season-ending Achilles injury, which I've suffered before as well. Not on turf. And not on grass either. (laughs) I'll talk about that later. He emphasized the importance of relying on science and injury data when evaluating field services. Now, I don't think that should be the only thing we respect. I don't want to respect just the data. Not just the data. Of course, start with the data. Start with that and the science. But also, my preference. Like, Ain't no data to tell me what I like. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I like? Ask me. I'll tell you. All right, so Goodell acknowledged the opinions on both sides. He said some players like the turf because they like the speed. Some players like the grass because they're concerned about safety. All right, so it's like Ferraris versus... 4x4 monster trucks, you know what I mean? People who like to go downhill, rough and rugged, they got fat ankles and you know, they got low calves, they like grass. <laughs> and them high calves, them skinny ankles, them bowleggeds, oh they love that turf, let me go bone out on these dudes, right, kind of generalizing, but it just goes that way. So, we all saw what happened, David Bakhtiari, shout out to him, and shout out to his wife, my tennis partner, who I haven't seen in over a year, Um, because I I stopped going to tennis after my car accident, but shout out to y'all, man. They used to show up to our tennis all the time. She an athlete, for real, real. I didn't know all that. Volleyball player coming in there, six feet. Ah! I was like, all right, slow down. Then my back started hurting, so I couldn't go anymore. Uh, He obviously posted on it as well, reacting to Aaron Rodgers' injury. Uh, NFL PA executive director Lloyd Howe issued a statement advocating for all teams to use natural grass instead of turf. So now... Everyone's champion, let's go grass. Let's go grass. All right. So the players expressed their preference over grass for years, right? They want grass over turf. A lot of players, not all, a lot of players. And the league has all the data and the letters and the tweets, like from David Bakhtiari showing all that. So among the 32 NFL teams, 14 use artificial turf. And two teams, the Packers and Eagles, use a combination of turf and real grass. All right. So... That's where we are with this situation. Goodell says uh, we're going to have to look at everything before we make a decision, but we're considering all options. All right, so here's the thing. Let me tell everybody. I played on both. There's no conversation to be had for me. I want turf. Why do I want turf? It's just this simple. Here's the equation. Everyone's talking about performance, and everyone's talking about safety. That's it. The only two lanes that matter. Performance, safety. In performance, it is clear, I can perform better on turf, right? All right, so turf wins, ding, 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 ding. Safety, everyone is saying, oh, grass wins and safety. Oh, does it? You get hurt playing on grass, and you get hurt playing on turf. You get hurt less on grass, but you're still going to get hurt. Why? Because football hurts. So, while I know no matter what surface I could get hurt, I might as well, in the process, perform my best. Why? Because I'm in a business that gets graded, that gets judged, that gets rewarded based on performance. Right? So, if I'm going to get hurt either way, might as well give myself the best chance to perform. This is a simple equation to me. I don't understand. Like, oh, oh, your car could go 200 miles an hour on this surface, but it could go 180 over here. I'm like, can they crash in both? Yeah, they could crash over here and over there. Yeah, I want to go 200. <laughs> Yay! All these one and dones. <laughs> oh, no, you can't do that in football, but college football. I mean, I, what, what is going on in college? Teach these kids. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's isolating variables, right? So I understand, man. Get your degree. <laughs> you can perform better here but you're gonna get hurt both places ah let's just go with the performance that's how i look at it so roger goodell call me next time i can help you you don't need no more data you don't need any more of this intel and i could consider all options and grass and turf and i don't need no more tweets read just ask me and i can tell you i had that same achilles injury as aaron Rodgers. trust me we're going to talk about that going forward. I'll let you know that entire process, but on this one, it's pretty simple. And y'all tell me what y'all think. Should the NFL players have their way, most of them, and switch to all grass? Y'all want to see all grass? Do y'all even care? You're like, dog, we don't play. It's turf, grass, whatever. As long as y'all happy, go have fun, right? So where are you guys on this conversation? And I wonder how the teams in the league is going to figure this out. What they didn't talk about is how a cost-effective turf versus grass in that's a little boring of a conversation i won't take you down that road, but that is something to consider the cost of watering that grass and maintaining it versus the cost of that turf which also still needs maintenance quiet is kept let's talk about that another time not right now projecttransition.org we love you guys we support you guys as you support what we're doing in our efforts in the community to discover develop that inner power within and amplify it for the world to see. Unlock that potential you possess. Yes, we are going to all those in the community to help them out. And while you help us out with your email, your donation, and recurring donations, we take care of you with items like that. We got Lionel Richie tickets going out tomorrow. We're going to see who those lucky winners are. Could be you, especially if you're in the LA area, make sure you log on. All right, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers who is heartbroken over his Achilles tear. In wake of that, he is feeling it. And I feel for him as well, because all that hype, all that hoopla, all that climbing up the mountain, oh, we about to plant our flag, he ran out with the flag, it was dope, 9-11, ah, damn. Aaron Rodgers gone, sniped at the four plays, only four plays. So, he talks about it and he says, uh, look, in this situation, the night is darkest before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. And then he said, all right, since I ain't playing football this year, I'm in the next Batman movie with that damn quote. What the hell? <laughs> nah, it's real. He right. I mean, right behind that darkness is that light. Right behind that defeat is that victory. So I get it. Um, everyone around, I ain't going to bore y'all with it. Everybody's talking about, oh, Aaron Rodgers, I doubt he's going to stop playing. And oh, he will come back. I'd be shocked if this is the way he's going to go out. Everybody said that. Boring, boring, boring. Let's, tell, let's take y'all through what Aaron Rodgers is going through. And I think I'm well versed in this because I tore my Achilles, it uh, feels like 10 years ago now. Um, first thing that happens when you tear your Achilles, you're stressing the hell out the back of your leg. <laughs> Whatever you doing, and it may be to you routine, but it may be because of your age, wear and tear, or sometimes just the angle of what you're doing. And in this situation, we saw Aaron Rodgers getting tackled down and that angle of your eye ah, right there, and that's the Achilles, like, ah, that stretch. Same thing happened to me. I was doing some running on an incline, and my leg was like in that position, ah. And the first thing you hear, BUP! is that seriously like i'm not like it's an internal shotgun i'm not lying now there's videos out there of aaron Rodgers and his calf just doing this because what happens is that band that achilles tendon all of a sudden snaps imagine your foot all the way up your back of your leg just was connecting that and making it go and supporting it wow and you hear it and then you look around because you never heard that before. <laughs> you heard it outside. You heard gunshots before, unfortunately. You've heard cars backfire before. I've been in cars backfire. Like, hey, man, what's up? We filming colors over here? What's up, cuz? <laughs> hey, blood. You know what I mean? So I've been there before, but never in an internal. Whoa! I'm not lying. I looked around. Then you look down. And then something told me, probably told Aaron Rodgers, move your foot. Just move it and you go like this, I'm not lying. The, the, the second before, you could do this all day, right? And then you say, move your foot. Move your foot. Move, oh, you sending the signal, dead. Ooh. Leg flatlined, you like, you know it. Now, you could go through MRIs, you can go through the trainer doing this, push back. <laughs> trainer like, push back, you're doing this. He said, push harder. Now, before that, you could have did this all day. He said, push, nothing. All right, so then, after that, obviously, you got to figure out when you're going to have the surgery, inflammation, let it go down. There's one thing about the Achilles. It's debilitating, but it doesn't hurt as bad as you think. As graphic as that sounded and as as excruciating as it it sounds like, it doesn't hurt. Like, on a scale of injuries or pain, it's like a five. But in terms of what you're going to be able to do while hurting, debilitated, it's 11. <laughs> it is off the charts. It's weird. Other injuries hurt more, but you can recover faster from them. All right. So you're not in that much pain. And you remember when Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles and went to the free throw line? Everybody was like, "How oh, brave, heroic. And I was as well, except I'd been through that injury and I knew that it didn't hurt that bad. So, Kobe's not in pain. I think a lot of people are like, yo, he's in pain and he's shooting free throws and making them. I was like, no, he's not in pain. He just ain't got no foot. He ain't got no leg anymore. It's a different animal. So, from there you go through the rehab. The rehab is uh, demanding. Uh, my recommendation to all, who ever have to go through this, get a, get a bucket of marbles, right? Have it in an enclosed space and just pour them on the ground and just start sitting in the chair Grabbing marbles, you got to just grab marbles with your toes, you got to get this back. You got to get that gripper back on your bottom of your feet, right? And then that works your calves and it gets your old lower leg strong again. You got to connect that after the surgery, do that. Another thing to wear, thong sandals. You watch Aaron Rodgers videos, hopefully he's wearing thong sandals, send him this video. Where, you know, the ones that surfers like to wear, the like thong ones, because then you got to take that step and grow. Not 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 flip-flops, not the ones that's fat at the bottom and then it's got that big old igloo on top, not that one. I'm talking about thong, I'm talking about Brazilian, baby. <laughs> right here, you got a grip. And other than that, massage, I mean beat it up, beat it up, because that scar tissue is going to be immense, a lot of it, because that tendon was so strong. Look at how big you are and your whole body connects to the world, to gravity through your foot, and something was keeping it together for years. 38, 39 years, Aaron Rodgers. And then it says, snap. Right? So then when your body's healing it, scar tissue alert. Gotta break that up. So Aaron Rodgers is gonna be fine, because look, the technology now, the science is a whole different. Even from when I tore mine, it's much better right now. They'll get them back. Guys have returned from it. Kevin Kevin Durant obviously is one of the guys, but Point being, I'm looking at him right now, he's coming back. He's on the books in terms of contract, he's on the books in terms of what they're going to pay him, all of that has been handled, now we just got to get that mind back and that body back. Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest of all time, will be back. Just wanted you guys to get a little update on that so you can know what my man is really feeling. All right, let's phone up some comments, phone up some comments yet. Uh, We got a little Mel Tucker in the house, and I want to show you this one. Because I got a boy and I ain't gonna out him, I'm gonna protect the guilty. But boy, is he not, he knows Brenda Tracy and he ain't feeling nothing she's saying. He sent me this and I was like, whoa. Now, this is from last year in August. Remember, she brought up the complaint in December. Listen to this. This is about Mel Tucker. Disappointed that my calendar is empty this year for fall college football camps. My sincere hope is that coaches are bringing in other speakers. Or are addressing issues of gender-based violence directly with their players. Set the expectation. Ah, look, Mel Tugger, if you did it, you did it, you didn't, you didn't. But um give yourself the best chance, fighting chance. You're going against the institution, you're going against a narrative, you're going against somebody that obviously is not telling the full story because you took over 20-some calls for over 30 minutes with somebody at 12:30 in the morning also. And then you say comments like you disappointed and mad that you ain't got no damn job. And then all of a sudden, the man is having phone sex with you and you're shocked on the phone. You can't hang up the phone. You don't record it. it just just give yourself a fighting chance if you're Mel Tucker. Right now, I'm looking at Brenda Tracy, a little side eye right now. Uh, my boy sent me that one because he knows her. And he was like, dog, uh-uh, don't believe her. And I was like, really? Why? Give me some receipts. See, I'm a good person. I'm objective. I'm like, I don't believe her, but I don't have enough evidence to say I don't why don't you believe her oh because i met her i was like oh and he said I no i said oh then he sent me this i said oh so take it where you want to take it all right here's go what else we got here we got tko no we got one more from that nah i ain't gonna do no more of that i'm tired of that tko merger so is it going to be fake fighting or real wrestling y'all stupid <laughs> all i know is it's gonna be real big how about that all right, let's talk about this Goodell lawsuit right here. I remember him asking Goodell all those questions back to back about diversity in the staff and press room and Goodell getting mad at him. Then I don't remember hearing anything else from him. Read, no articles are hearing any coverage. So I think they'll settle. They know he's right and has a case. All right. Interesting. Yeah, that could be your selective perception as well. But also, they could have silenced my dog. All right, let's talk about KJP getting arrested. This is crazy. He should be in jail for attempted murder. I don't want to hear anything about concussions because if that's the case, team doctor need to go to jail for allowing him to continue to play. Thank you for reporting on this story. Yeah. I, I mean, forget... I, we always say if it was my daughter or my wife, it ain't got to be my daughter or my wife. You broke somebody's neck choking them. And I hate to be the guy that's like... You could have choked her without breaking the neck. It should be the same. But... the but it's not because you went to the extent where that's the response. That's the result. All I'm saying is I don't want to see him play basketball. I don't know when, if ever. I can't see it. Put it way: As far as I can see, he shouldn't be on no court. Hell. Oh, oh. All right, y'all so know how we finish every show. We finish with a wiley Yeah. To say goodbye is to never leave. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, I forget, I want to say Bruce Smith, but it wasn't him. So one of those vets in Buffalo told me that one time when I was at a party, and I was like, all right, man, I- I'm about to go, and I'm about to go. All right, man, I- I'll be right back. I'm just going to say goodbye to everybody. All right, big dog, all right, I see you. Hey, tomorrow I practice, okay, y'all good? All right, man, how you going to get home? You good? All right, and then he was like, hey, Wiley, come here. He said to say goodbyes and never leave. He said, just go, <laughs> and I was like, what? And I watched him disappear into the dark of night. <laughs> And since that moment, unless I'm with my wife and she got to say goodbye to everybody, including the people who set the party up, I am out. You see me, you want to know when I'm gone? When you don't see me, you ain't going to know from me. <laughs> to say goodbye is to never leave. You be in there doing, all right, what's up? You going to call? i text you tomorrow. All right, what you doing? You pickleball? All right, the game on? Okay. <sighs> man, look. <laughs> so just remember that, man, in your social settings, man. I was dying when he did that. He was like, do no, say goodbye is never to leave. And I was like, where you go? Where you go, Bruce? I was like, he was out of there. So just remember that next time y'all out, dip on your boys. It don't matter. They be good. To say goodbye is to never leave. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! want to keep the conversation going let's talk find me on all socials at marcellus wiley more two is a production of dan patrick productions that dude entertainment and workhouse media Show is executive produced by dan patrick marcellus wiley paul anderson and nick panella thanks for all the love ratings and subscriptions and reviews membership to wiley's world on youtube keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it talk to y'all hella soon It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.